Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high-achieving, goal-oriented rebel women come to learn how to live a vibrant and fulfilling life without requiring alcohol to get through it. No labels, no judgments, no saying you'll never drink again, just real proven methods to help you stop rebelling against yourself with alcohol so you can drink less and do more. I'm your host, Angela Masenik. Let's dig in. Welcome to episode 100, celebrating 100 episodes of the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast. Welcome to the 100th episode. Woo-hoo! Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you all to be here tonight. This is a podcast I have recorded live that is live for a lot of my longtime followers of the podcast, my clients, current clients, past clients, everyone that wants that's been following along on the podcast are here tonight to watch me record this podcast live and to celebrate. And I'm just super thankful that you are all here. So I may cry a little bit during this episode. So please excuse me. And, you know, if we have any blunders or technical issues, we'll work them out on the end. But we're going to dig in here. So to let you know how the format is going to roll, I'm going to share my favorite things about the podcast, what I've learned over the past two years of having this podcast, of being a life coach, some of my favorite things about producing it. And then I'm going to bring on some guests that have been on the podcast before. They might be current clients of mine, and we're going to sh- they're going to share their favorite things and what they've learned from the podcast and give you guys a little inspiration. If you're just now starting into this work, or maybe you're just now starting a, a coaching program. And we're just all super excited. I'm going to be sharing who's the prize winner on next week's podcast episode. So whoever showed up live tonight has an opportunity to win some amazing prizes. And we're going to talk about that at the end. And we'll wrap after that. So my favorite things about the podcast. I was writing about this in my journal this morning. And I have to say, like, my process of producing the podcast is probably my favorite thing. So every week I think about, usually I try to review the week in a, like before. So normally I write my podcast episodes on Mondays and I think about the previous week and I think about my clients or any emails I've received or anything that had happened in my life the previous week that was um, sort of repetitive. So like if multiple clients, you know, mentioned some issue or um, I got several emails or just seemed to be like a theme. <laughs> um, then I and then I try to sit down and write about that. So if anything's come up for me personally, if there's a theme with me coaching my clients and I write. So I actually write and type out my whole podcast episode before I record it. I usually don't do it on the fly. This is a little bit more on the fly than um, I'm used to. Normally I'm reading <laughs> um, a Word document and recording at the same time. But I'm not doing that today. I've just written an outline. Um, So I do a little writing and it takes me like probably 45 minutes to write a whole episode. And I really love that time because it lets me really think. And I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm not trying to answer questions in the moment. I'm really thinking about the ideas and how I want to explain them to you that makes the most sense and it's a concept that you could grasp easily. And when we're talking about the brain, we're talking about alcohol, sometimes it's not so easy. Like I know so much because I've read so much and I've had a lot of experience coaching so many people now um, and, I'm con- and I'm getting continuing education about it as well. But I like to take what I know in my brain and sort of like churn it out so that you guys can listen to a podcast episode in 15 minutes and then run with it. So that's my favorite part because it helps me be creative and I get to talk about whatever I want, any issues that are coming up in, in like 
collectively as a group or in our society, all that good stuff. Um, what was the other thing that was my favorite part? That's That's been my favorite part. And then just like the collective volume of work that I have in my podcast, I'm super, super proud of. So, you know, it's like when you are working towards a goal, right? And like you get closer towards your goal and you have all the things that you've done leading up to that end goal. I feel like that is what this podcast is not going anywhere. I'm not changing it anytime soon, but I have 100 episodes. So I've got some cred, (laughs) you know, I've got some credibility out there now. And it's, it's gone from like when I first started it in January of 2019, the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, I had maybe two to 3000 downloads a month. And now we're surpassing 15,000 downloads a month. So that is a huge amount of growth. Um, we're over 160,000 downloads for the year in 2020. Um, and I think just that volume of work and my dedication to doing every single week and writing new content or recording classes for y'all, um, I'm just super proud of. So that's one of my favorite things. And I also love hearing from you. When you get on the phone with me, if you're thinking about joining a program or you send me an email, just thanking me like that lights me up. I love your feedback from the podcast. Um, it's super cool for me because I am like not used to this at all. Like I, you know, me and what I do in my life is so left field from what, how I was raised or anything like that. So when I hear from complete strangers, it literally melts my heart because I know that not everybody can join my coaching programs. And this is my way of giving back to helping as many people as I possibly can on a consistent basis and sharing what I know about stopping over drinking. So that's what I love the most about it. it um, and, and and I also love that this just we're celebrating 100 episodes tonight, but I actually have produced 144 podcast episodes. So before the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, I wrote and developed and produced a podcast called Lessons on Self-Coaching. And I did that for the whole year, my first year when I first joined a coaching program myself before I became a life coach and I documented all of my lessons and how I coached myself to stop over drinking and to lose weight and as I started my business. So in 2018, I had a whole different podcast called Lessons on Self-Coaching. Now that podcast has been archived off of the public internet and now my paying clients have access to that, which is super cool. Um, So I've been doing this. This is my third year of podcasting and I just, I think I keep getting better at it. Um, I love exploring new ideas. I I just love that I can always think of something to talk about. Um, There's always one little tweak or one little feeling I can examine and talk about it and help you guys help you um, understand what I'm teaching and how you can work with your brain and your thoughts and your feelings to get the results that you want in your life. So that's what I love about it. And that's just sort of the themes that I want to have tonight. Um, So I'm going to bring on the panelists now and we are going to talk about what their favorite things are and their biggest lessons and their biggest successes. Oh, an an announcement I have is the podcast is going to be going to YouTube this week. I'm super excited. We're going to be transforming our episodes into like little videos. So um, I'll probably send an email out to everybody saying go subscribe to my YouTube channel, but the podcast will also be there as well. So it's super accessible and so more people can see it. So please share with your family and friends. All right. All right, so now we have the panelists back on Zoom, and I'm super excited to have everybody here today. I'm going to just choose people randomly to kind of talk and share. Um, I emailed everybody some questions that I wanted them to answer during the podcast today, Um, but I thought we would start with Stephanie. 
Stephanie has been with me for going on a year now, and she's very wise. <laughs> and she offers such um, amazing advice and support inside our coaching program. So I thought we could start with you, Stephanie. And some of the questions that um, I just wanted you guys to highlight were how much you've reduced your alcohol consumption. So like before you started listening to the podcast or coaching, you know, how much you were drinking on a nightly basis and sort of like why you were drinking so much and then get us caught up to, you know, what you're drinking now. Um, what's your, been your favorite thing about the podcast and then any other improvements that you've noticed in your life since doing this work? And then the last question would be just any advice that you'd have for somebody just listening or just thinking about doing the work. Okay. Well, no one but my mother calls me Stephanie and that's when I'm in trouble. So. <laughs> I was adding up some things when you asked the question of how much did we used to drink and I was a little mortified by how much I used to drink um, and I figured that I would drink Monday through Thursday or Sunday through Thursday I would drink at least one Cosmo and two glasses of wine every single night and on Saturday and Friday I would at least add one more martini if not two. So that was a lot of alcohol for sure. Um, now I, if I have 15 drinks a month, mm -hmm. so that was a hundred drinks a month, basically. Wow. If I have 15 a month now, then that's, you know, that's a lot for me. So mm -hmm. it's, I mean, it's what, 80, 85% that I've reduced the drinking. So, I mean, that is, when I look at it like that, it's just like, wow, I, you know, cause I don't think I really paid attention to the numbers before. So yeah. it's pretty incredible to see that for sure. Um, you know, and I definitely probably like a lot of other ladies, I drank from every feeling and emotion out there. I, I did it from stress, from sadness, from anger, from happiness, from, you know, celebration, everything. It was every, every day there was a different feeling and reason to drink. So, I mean, I don't, the planning definitely takes the the feeling and the emotion out of it. Mm -hmm. it. Really, the planning for your drinks for the week definitely makes it more of a neutral circumstance, and there's not all that drama surrounding it at mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty amazing. Um, and I, you know, I, I cut back a lot. Um, my plan is not to stop drinking altogether. That mm -hmm. wasn't why I joined the program. I joined the program because I knew that I was seriously over drinking and, you know, I felt like the alcohol was controlling me. I wasn't controlling it. And that was a really, you know, that was upsetting. So yeah. I feel pretty, uh, pretty proud of what, you know, and when I do have a mishap or, or, you know, I go off plan, I have the tools and I know how to analyze it and mm -hmm. evaluate it and then get myself back on track again. So yeah. there's no, you know, there's no drama about it anymore, yeah. which is really amazing. Yeah. How long do you think it took you to get to that sort of consistent reduction? <sighs> I was a little bit resistant in the beginning. Yeah, you were. <laughs> yeah, you were. I'm sure you did. I do. I, was, I you know, pretty much fought you on almost everything in the beginning. Uh -huh. um, so I would say it probably wasn't really until 
when I was going away on that girls trip in March that I had coaching with you. So I had cut back in January and February and I was making mm-hmm. plans and stuff, but I wasn't 100% all in. And when I was had that coaching call with you about my girls week and I was hemming and hawing and hemming and hawing on how to make a drink plan or what to, and you were just like, just fucking make it right now. <laughs> like right now, I it, just fucking make it now. And I was like, okay. Oh like, Lord. I'm spot here. But, um, but I did, and it was such a huge relief. Um, I didn't stick to it 100%, mm-hmm. but I had a plan going in. And then after that, when I realized, you know, when I saw what I could do on a girls' weekend a, a week away, um, how I could reduce that, it just really, it, it, that's when it clicked in, mm-hmm. my, in my brain that, you know, there's this, this will work for me, not this can work for me, this mm-hmm. will work for me. Love that thought. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. So what's been your favorite thing about the podcast? Well, you. Oh, of course, it's you. <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. One hundred percent. Um, you're not preachy at all. You're edgy. You're extremely relatable. You're real. Um, you teach us from your life experiences because you've been there where we have been, and you're no bullshit. I love the no bullshit. Like I use you say often, like. My job is not to be your best friend. My job is to be your coach. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you shit that you don't like to hear. And we all need to hear it. <laughs> you know? And I just think that, you know, you teaching from your life experiences and you being so real, like that, that is everything. That's everything. That's amazing. Thank you. You're so welcome. what do you want to tell people who are, you know, maybe just their new listeners or maybe they just joined the program, like one piece of advice about it all? Do everything Angela tells you to do. I was hoping you would say that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I did not pay her to say that, I swear. (laughs) I do tell you all that. Like, just do what I tell you to do. And if you do that, you'll be successful. Absolutely. 100%. Awesome. Thank you so much, Stephanie. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. Deidre, let's go to you. Hi. Hi. Good. How are you? (laughs) They're all waving. This is great. Yay. (laughs) So, um, do you want me to start with the list of questions? Yeah. So just open up with your, how much you've reduced your alcohol intake, your favorite things, and then like a little lesson. Okay. So I would say that I reduced by about at least 50%. Mm-hmm. I've been in a program for, I think this is just my fifth month. Mm-hmm. And before joining, I literally was like a bottle of wine a day. Mm-hmm. And on the weekends, I'd add a couple of martinis to that. Mm-hmm. So when Steph, when you said you were like 100 drinks a month, yeah, I, I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I joined because I just, my best friend actually sent me a link to your podcast and I started listening to it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is like, this is kind of putting it all into place. You know, like when I started hearing what you were saying, it was like, oh, my God, this is exactly what I needed. So um, going back to how was, you know, where was I drinking from? I was drinking from, I was like on autopilot. It was like, you know, nighttime came, okay, open the bottle of wine and just kind of sit there and veg out and watch Netflix and you know, go to bed and have the whole heart palpitations and mm-hmm. pounding heart and things. And I didn't connect the dots, but that was from the drinking. I just thought that I need more vitamin B or, you know, I need mm-hmm. to get to bed earlier or something like that. 
And then, you know, I'd wake up the next day and I was always waking up with like this feeling of dread. I had this constant state of anxiety. And I just started to cycle all over again. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I just could not, I could not get out of it. Um, so I would say that how that's changed now, and this is like one of the things when I first heard one of your podcasts, was like, you said that we have control. And I was like, oh my God. I have control, you know, it was always like in my head, it was like, okay, it's time to drink. Okay, it's time to drink. And I was like, wait, you mean I can just say no, I can just stop. And, you know, the things that you teach us about the brain and the, you know, these thoughts in our head and how we can challenge those thoughts. Mm. I, that was like totally revolutionary news to me. (laughs) And when I started to, you know, follow that principle, it's like, okay, I don't have to listen to every little fucking thought that comes in my head. I can say, no, we don't need that. We don't think like that. Yeah. You know? So, um, when I learned that too myself, it was just like, wait, what? I I mean, it's not like, of course we know it's true. Right. Cause we change our mind about things all the time. Right. Right. But it's like changing your mind, like, oh, make a decision. I can change my mind about it. But like changing the way you actually think about things and like yourself right. and about your relationship with alcohol. Like, I didn't know that either. And I was like, holy heck, that's amazing. You know? Right. Right. And then I could actually plan how I wanted to feel about something. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, no way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you know, feel something and then, you know, try to manage that feeling. I can't actually plan how I'm going to feel about something. So just this whole idea of control and that I didn't have to be on autopilot. That was like, that has really changed a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of my favorite things about the podcast is that, and you alluded to this earlier, you give us such deep lessons in such bite-sized pieces. Mm Because I listen to you usually when I'm on a run in the morning. So, like, you know, I do my run, I listen to Angela, I get my, you know, my mojo going for the day, I get my piece of advice for the day, I know what to do. And um, you really just kind of go deep into these topics, but you do it in a way that's just so, like, eye-opening. And I swear, sometimes I hear, ah, in the background, when you... (laughs) (laughs) when you put together a concept and I'm like oh my god she that's it that's it it makes so much sense so I love that um I love that we all share the same thoughts you know like that is one of my favorite things like in coaching you all and like hearing from y'all you're everyone says like it's like you're in my head you know exactly what I'm thinking I'm like yeah we all have the same thoughts it's crazy right you know I didn't know that that happened before this work I didn't know there were other women out there that was going through like the exact same things that I was going through. And um, so, you know, that's been just incredibly, incredibly supportive. I was skeptical at first when I joined the program and I found out it was like a group thing Mm -hmm. and not the one to one. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's not going to work. And then. I'm so glad it is this because it's like, it almost, it like it triples the amount of support that yeah. you get, you know, being, having access to other women that are in the same boat. So I really like that. Um, other improvements that I've experienced, um, aside from reduced drinking is I just think differently. I don't, um, I don't think that, uh, other people have the ability to make me feel a certain way. I know that I'm responsible for how I feel. I can control how I feel. Um, 
and I, you know, you say you talk about having your own back a lot. And mm-hmm. I've been really, really thinking about that and, you know, what self-love and what, you know, self-reliance, being self-reliant really means. And you said it's on one podcast, it's not about taking baths and going to the spa and, you know, drinking champagne. It's about having a plan, honoring your commitments to yourself, saying no, setting boundaries, and all that is okay, right? Mm-hmm. It's all okay for you to, to do that. That is what self-love is. So I think that, you know, the biggest other improvement is that you just cleared the gunk out of my head. Mm. I literally feel like, you know, you took a shovel and just kind of went in there and just cleared <laughs> <laughs> out. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You wrote in one time that like your your anxiety has significantly reduced. Like you don't have that anxiety every time you wake up in the morning. I don't. I used to wake up every day and it was just like a sense of dread. Like, mm-hmm. oh, what about? And I just thought that it just became normal after a while. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, I was just so sad all the time and not really connecting the dots between, you know, hey, when you drink a bottle of wine at night, you're not going to wake up happy. Right. <laughs> so. so true. <laughs> Nobody wakes up happy after that. No. no, no. no, no. <laughs> that might be a good podcast title, actually. <laughs> right? A good title. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, fine. Um, so what would you say to people? Advice that I would give yeah. them. No, that's that's yeah, what I was going to ask you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like Steph said. It's like it's 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 just it's a recipe. Mm-hmm. It really is a recipe, and just be open to it. The journaling, I think, is so important, and the way that you talk about it, just write what's in your head. You don't have to be complete sentences or make sense. Just write what's in your head, and I've uncovered so many things just by doing that. And really being able to see, oh my gosh, okay, this is what you're thinking. And if you keep thinking that way, this is what's going to happen. You know, and you plug it into the model. So it's a recipe. Follow it. Be open. And you will discover so much shit. Thank you so much. Thank you for your contributions in the group, too. Oh, you're so welcome. It's been such a pleasure to have you. Every time you come in, like... And I can tell, like, like, you want to be a good student. Is that part of you, your MO, is like... I know. Yeah. (laughs) And you like come into the group and you're like, you have your models and it's very well thought out. And it's just like, it adds so much value to everybody else because when they read that, it's like everybody learns from it. So thank you for that. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Cool. All right, Lori, we're going to you. Okay. Hi. Congratulations. Thank you. How are you? Fantastic. Good. So, Where are you in the world right now? I Well, I just got to Tennessee about two hours ago. Oh my so God. driving from Minnesota the last three days. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for making it. <laughs> You're a trooper. So, yeah, so we're in Tennessee. We're good. We're, for a little bit, at least. Yeah. So. so you guys, Lori has been on the podcast. She, Lori and I coached together. In, was it in 2018? No, 2019. Yeah, November and December. Yeah. And Lori was, I had a whole podcast episode with Lori, so I wanted her to come back. So it's been a year later, right? Yeah. So why don't you just give us a, you know, same little thing, how much you were drinking before, what it looks like now, your favorite things, all the stuff. So good. Yeah. So I was um, just like Deidre, I was like a bottle of wine a night, then like cocktails somehow added on to that. And that just went on for years. And 
I tried to stop drinking for about three years. And I, for probably a year before I found you, I was listening to, <laughs> I wake up every morning, like, you're not going to drink tonight, you know, so that would, that went on. And then I listened to like recovery podcasts on my way to work. And then I get in my car on my way home. And I'm like, I cannot wait to start drinking again. Mm-hmm. And I would just, then the cycle just continued. So just completely rewarding that habit. So that went on for about five years. And then um, I found your podcast and I really feel like, I wish I would have had dates, but it was pretty soon on. It was a different approach. Mm-hmm. And I, I just had this, sense that I would listen to you like like I knew before like you know when I was thinking about like you'd always say do you want to work with me afterwards and it Mm -hmm. was when you were doing the Mm one-on-one right before you did your group coaching and uh so I just knew that I would listen to you so I called you and signed up and it was like it was a yes from before I even started talking to you so that has shifted down and planning just like stuff and said, planning has been key for me and the journaling. So it's, it's, and I also, I, I haven't completely quit, but I've gone down to like three a month, wow. like on a Friday. So quite significantly less. So, um, I'm extremely happy with that. And it's, I don't have any drama over it. I don't have any thinking about it. It's, um, I just spent time with my family very briefly on the way down and you know, they're drinkers and, it's just like, they, you know, they asked, do you want a glass of wine? I'm like, no, I don't. And it's not, there's just not an issue about it. And I'm so proud of myself for that. Just it's amazing. so proud of myself. It's amazing. So, How long did it take yeah. you to get to that point? Um, that's one of the things I wrote in here is that, um, well, I remember it was like voodoo the first month because I'm like, Angela, like I, and I was very diligent with the journaling. Mm-hmm. Like I cut out all the TV. I would just come home from work and start journaling and enjoying what was going on and doing the urges and just being like into the moment. Mm-hmm. So within four weeks, I remember we had the conversation. I'm like, like, it's working. Like, mm-hmm. is it going to get any harder? That was one of my <laughs> questions to you. Yeah. And you're like, just stick with it. You know, just every day, just stick with it. And the thought work and the you know, writing the thought that I wanted over and over again. Mm -hmm. So then I had a little, like when COVID hit and I was off work for a little bit, I was drinking a little more than I wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, Wasn't planning. We were getting the house ready to sell. And then we had my anniversary where I planned way too much alcohol. I remember that. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, good to know. Yeah, really don't want to do that. So, um, so since then, since March, April, it's been like three a month, just not a lot. Yeah, and I'm just just like I said, I'm really happy with that. That's that's awesome. That's a quite the reduction, like ninety percent or something. Do you think it was a big reduction? Although I really liked what Steph did with the math. Yeah, I was like, ooh, I didn't do math. That's okay. (laughs) We'll just say at least ninety (laughs) percent. But just a lot of little shifts in thought really changed myself, like changed my self concept mm-hmm. and that whole self love and that honoring my commitment was huge. Yeah. And then planning. So, yeah. yeah. So, my feelings before I identified were just always like boredom um, and I was pissed at my job. So, there was that issue and mm-hmm. just that restlessness and the habit. And with you teaching the brain work, mm-hmm. I think that's what's cool about the podcast is you kind of, you just, you just piece in a lot of brain, 
you know, just what the brain's doing and why we're, Mm -hmm. why we have that desire. Like Mm -hmm. it makes, it made complete sense to me what that desire was coming from. And when I look back to see what was happening in my life, I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what's going on. Yeah. I'm completely rewarding a irritation about a job with every single night. So it's just expecting it. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm like coming home from work and it's pouring wine and sometimes two, I can, I could do two bottles. There's Mm -hmm. nothing that I could just do it. And then Mm -hmm. like everybody says like the 3 a.m. sweats and feeling crappy. And why did I do that? And yeah. So I'm so much, so much happier. So what else besides not drinking so much has been improved? Oh, okay. So Angela, this, my mom reminded me of this. So uh, Thanksgiving last year, Mm -hmm. that was, I had been with you for probably four weeks and I was, I see my family, it's 2019 and I'm like, okay, I'm seeing a life coach. Like this is absolutely amazing. And I want to do this. Like I want to do this. Mm -hmm. And my mom's just sitting there and my brother's asking me about it. And I'm like, I think I want to coach healthcare leaders. Like this is a really hard job and blah, 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 blah. So anyways, I signed up for life coach school in um, February. I just like, was like, I have to do this. This is amazing. So I got, I became a certified life coach and I just retired from nursing Wednesday after 33 years of a fabulous nursing career. So, um, and I'm pivoting and I'm, I'm a life coach now. I'm starting a business down here online and I want to coach healthcare leaders. So congratulations. And I bet I'll find a couple that are over drinking. Yeah, <laughs> you might, you might find a few. Yes, you might. <laughs> well, that is amazing. So like just, you had a very similar experience to me. Like it was so life changing for you that you had to yes. do it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so fun. Like, this is amazing. Like I can, I just thought I can do this like this. And I love, I mean, as a nurse, I just, I like that helping. Yeah. It's just in a different way, but, um, yeah. yeah. So once Dwayne said he wanted to spend no more winters in Minnesota and he wanted to move to Tennessee, I'm like, well, I'm not going back to nursing. I, I, I just certified <laughs> as a life coach and this is where, this is where we're going. So. That is amazing. Congratulations. So what would you say to anybody just picking up the podcast or maybe just thinking about joining the program or thinking yeah, about digging in um, and doing it? Definitely listen to what you're saying. But I also, I also wrote down to ask yourself. Like, as you're, like, seriously asking yourself, um, do you really want to reduce your drinking? Like, is that really something you want to do? And if you want to do it, you absolutely can. And you can do it with the tools that are on the podcast, but having that accountability within a program is amazing to have that that coach. It's like, like to put forth the investment in yourself to know that you matter and that you're worth it. I, I wouldn't have said those things. That wasn't why I was coming in. Those, that was, those were foreign concepts to me, but mm-hmm. it's, you do. And it's amazingly, it's amazing. So thank, thank you. you so much. You have done so much for me. And I've, I've done some crying on my way down, like thinking about you and like my changes in my life. And I'm like, I'm probably going to start crying when I talk to her, but I feel pretty good right now, and I'm good. so so happy for you. Thank you so much, Lori. <laughs> you're the you're amazing. And when, when you have your thing set up, please let me know so I can share it with all the people. Okay. All yeah. right. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, we're gonna go to Jeannie. Hi. Hi, Jeannie. How are you? <laughs> you look beautiful. Well, thank you. I'm not I'm not as uh, 
prepared probably is uh, Deirdre. I'm kind of one of those throw it all together last minute type of people. Well, I wanted to have you on specifically because you're just wrapping up your six months right now. And, you know, when we we meet, just so everybody knows at the end, if you guys join the coaching program, we meet together with people that signed up around the same time and we kind of go over the successes and what's changed. And what you said in that meeting, Jeannie, just kind of blew my mind. Like the thought that you had, you want to share that with everybody about what you thought for 25 plus years about yourself? Oh, yeah, I had written it down. Something like I, uh, I'm, I realized I'm not uh, a, an old drunken alcoholic. You know, that's what I carried around for 35 years, thinking because I just drank. If I wasn't pregnant, then I was drinking, and I was drinking almost every day. And uh, it was just finally now I can I I understand the whole concept of of, um, just your mind. You know, I, I always said, I'm not, I thought I was, you know, now that I realized I was like that Pavlo's dog, Mm -hmm. you know, and he's getting a treat. And, you know, I remember saying, you know, I would walk out to the garage where the beer is kept in the refrigerator and my mouth would just start watering and I wasn't even going for a beer. I might be going out to take the trash out at 9am in the morning, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just the strangest thing, but then to be able to, to follow the program and be told how you're, you know, it seems simple, but if you're not thinking about it, you know, my head is just all these years. It's like, get home from work, get a beer. The kids come home from school, you get a beer. Uh, you just, cause I drink beer. Sometimes I would switch off and on, but, um, I mean, I, I drank every day, probably at least four beers, five to six days a week, for sure six, if I didn't have a really bad hangover, then I might give myself a day's break. Um, it was nothing to usually sometimes finish, finish a six pack. Mm. Um, and I really thought that there was no way out of that cycle. Cause I, I talked about, talked to myself about maybe secretly going to another town to go to AA Maybe that would help me. Um, I even went to a doctor one time and she gave me some medicine. Um, And that helped for a brief period, but I don't remember why I quit taking it or whatever. It was all secret though, you Mm -hmm. know? And um, this was secret for a while, but I feel comfortable enough now knowing that uh, I'm not an alcoholic. And so... I just, it took time for me to understand, uh, who I am and how to get out of that cycle. Yeah. And, and now, um, you, uh, I might drink one beer two times a week. And a lot of times I, I always drink kind of fancy, uh, uh, expensive beers. Sometimes I didn't before it was always just pound down as many uh, Bud Lights I could, I could get in. But then I kind of started drinking these expensive beers. Um, but now I kind of taste it and I don't even like the taste. And I look at myself and think, okay, are you going to make yourself drink that just because it costs $4? And then I'm like, no, that's ridiculous. Just pour it down mm-hmm. the, the, the track or the sink, Yeah, you know? And my husband looks at me like, why are you pouring that beer out? And I'm like, I don't like the taste of it. And he's just like, who is this woman I'm married to now, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. 
That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, that is yeah. like, I, I'm not, I'm probably not going to cry right this second, but this is why I do what I do because if women like you can change and women like me and like everybody here on this call can do this, it's a possible for anybody. I truly, truly believe that for you to think that, if, oh, you know, for, know for you to be so can. desperate that you were thinking about going to another town to be in secret about how to fix this problem. Like that was a big problem for you, right? Like for 35 yes. years in your life yeah. and yeah. to get where you are in six months Mm-hmm. is it, it blows my mind still like it just gives me the chills that that you can do know. this you know I, I just can't believe it either because my I am not planning every day of my life and every event of when I'm going to get to drink how I might get home mm-hmm. um when can I start and uh, yeah it's just amazing it's just unreal and I remember even at month three Maybe even four, I was still kind of like, mm, I really think I can maybe do this, but it's, there's got to, it's got to be a trick. It can't be for real. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah. and then just also the feeling part of it to, to, to have the positive self-talk mm-hmm. now, you know, mm-hmm. and I'll, and you know, every day I'm talking to myself, I might do something. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. That's not how, you know, and mm-hmm. so just having that, um, reminder and, and and that's where the podcasts are really good because if the coaching is not there mm-hmm. or something goes on you have a problem you can go to those uh, podcasts and, and find something specifically that maybe you're just having problems with or you just need to hear your cute little voice and giggle <laughs> <laughs> so. oh love it what would you tell somebody that maybe you know if they're just listening to the podcast for the first time or thinking about joining a coaching program what would you say well i would say uh for sure do it if you're having a problem uh the coaching it will work 100 percent. and the podcast they're just good stepping stone Mm -hmm. they're there they can be there as many hours as you need in a day um and you're always going to learn something about yourself a little you'll say one little thing you know it'll come to your mind it's like oh that's why i did that or oh yeah i you know it just it helps you think about stuff that you normally would not think about you wouldn't process it the way that maybe you uh how you explain it and stuff Thank you so much, yeah. Jeannie. Any other final words you'd like to share? Oh, I'm just so glad I did it when you called me. And I was like, and you know how Angela is. She says, just like, just do it. <laughs> don't don't him haul about it. Just do it. Say it. Yes. Take it. Yes. So, yeah, I'm just so glad I did it. Thank you so much. I'm so glad I did it. Thank you. Yeah. All right, Liz, we're going to go to you. Right. So, I started in January and I actually um, started because I was over drinking probably I would say like about a bottle a night and um, I think I was taking on the responsibility of my whole family of my of my two uh, teenage well teenage son who was applying to college as my daughter and my husband and just feeling that I was responsible for keeping the whole ship going forward and, and, and worrying about everyone's emotions and everything like that and kind of really just keeping up a charade 
And um, then I found out about six weeks into the program that my husband was having an affair. And so that uh, blew my world up. And I, I remember, Angela, I was um, going to come on and talk about um, my mom who had died and about my grief. And I wasn't going to even talk about the affair. And then midway through, I just broke down and just told everyone about what was going on. And it was such a huge relief for me to be able to be vulnerable like that. I had never really done that in a quasi, you know, public setting. So Mm -hmm. that just like flipped a switch for me. And I just think that I was able to come into being a lot more of my authentic self and just giving myself permission to be a lot more real than I had been ever before. And just Mm -hmm you know, not trying to keep up a pretense, but just actually get to like, to evaluate like what my thoughts really were and what I was really thinking about myself. And it, it's really changed me a lot. And I, I have learned that like, I can't control anybody, anybody but myself. And so by working on me, um, a lot of my relationships have improved dramatically. Um, and I think that this program helped me at a time when my life was really in crisis and, and I could have, you know, gone up to two bottles a day yeah. and learn how to um, really, really think about my thoughts and feelings and get down to probably one zero to one bottles of wine a week instead of um, five. So um, so it's really been life changing for me. Um, I would say um, that one of the best aspects of this coaching for me has been the community um, and seeing what everybody else is going through and not feeling alone and the connection and the ability to um, reach out anytime. Um, It's just, it's really just opened my eyes to um, how big of a problem this is for people and how equipped we all are actually to overcome it. So I'm really grateful. I love that. We are all so equipped to overcome this. Like seriously, like the people here and listeners, if you, you know, a lot of people do this on their own without ever signing up too. Like I hear all the time from podcast listeners that they've stopped over drinking and done the work, you know, pieced it together and done it on their own. Um, we are all 100%. Like I fully believe that we're all capable of it. Um, our, yeah. our brain is an amazing piece of equipment that <laughs> once we learn how to start using it to our advantage, there's nothing we can't do. So I love that. And I love that you love the community too. I mean, you've been a huge contributor too into the group. And when you show up and coach and offer yourself and your vulnerabilities, everybody gets to benefit from that. I mean, it's been, for me, this group program too has been, I mean, I love private coaching because I got to know my clients so well and we worked together privately previously too. Um, But the group aspect is, it's like abundance, (laughs) you know, and the connections and the friendships that you guys have made offline and stuff, like it's wild. Right. And we can't wait until COVID ends. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Like if we were not in COVID right now, we would all be together. Like this would have been like a planned in-person event. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be lifelong friends. Yes. Yes. So what would you say to somebody just starting out? Uh, Just start. You shouldn't suffer in silence. It's ridiculous. Just, just come and, and learn and be with people who understand what you're going through and can connect with you and help you and, And why wouldn't you want to do that? Yeah. Love it. Thank you, Liz. All right. We're going to go to Karen G. Hi, Karen. Hi. Can you see me okay and hear me? Yeah. Karen is calling all the way in from Australia, y'all. Long way away. (laughs) 
<laughs> I've snuck out from the office to uh, to do this, so uh, I've been very much looking forward to it. Yes. From what I've seen and heard, it's sounds a blast. Yes. So we're just going around the horn, and we're talking about how mm. much you were drinking before you found the podcast, and kind of compare how much you reduced your alcohol consumption to now. Um, your favorite things about the podcast and any advice you'd give to somebody just starting to listen to the podcast or thinking about joining the coaching program? Well, I was a uh, all or nothing person with with food and probably everything really. Um, I've done many 12 week, I had done many 12 week challenges where I'd given up alcohol and I just realized that um, the moment I'd be looking at my diary and on, you know, when it finished on the first of whatever, it would be yes, and back I'd go. And um, I basically got to the point, um, probably over the last, probably probably over the last four or five years, where I was just regular. I noticed I was starting to regularly drink as uh, like in the week. And so um, I just asked my husband, because I'm really bad at percentages, I said, so if I was drinking this much before and now I'm drinking this much, what? how much have I actually cut down by percentages? Because he's a tax accountant. <laughs> he said, honey, honey, 80%. And I just said, wow. Yeah. I, I said, oh, my gosh, you're kidding. And he said, yeah. And he just said, wow, well done. So, yeah, 75 to 80% um, reduction, which is just huge. And um, yeah, I just feel like um, this. This is the. It's actually brought about a, um, a sense of uh, consistency and calmness to me, which is really what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I think I said to you in the beginning, you know, I'm really great at stopping, but it's the. It's actually living that's that I. You know, the sort of living this life where, um, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to give up altogether. If mm-hmm what I wanted and at the moment I want to be that person that can drink on the weekends and um, and just decide that I'll have two glasses or whatever and I actually can say I can do that now and I honestly never thought I'd be able to do that it's it's actually huge mm. it's amazing so good yeah and um yeah I just uh what was the other question um, um anything else that's improved for you besides reducing uh, how much you're drinking Oh, well, everything has. Like my whole, um, I think my whole consistency in, in in my life. I'd never journaled before and I did take a while to get going with that. But um, uh, that the planning and, the, and you teaching and coaching me how to write, which, you know, in the beginning was just, just keeps, I remember I can hear you saying, just write and write and write. <laughs> and then you're like, <laughs> Just write, 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 write. That's it. Write, 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 write. You know, in your lovely accent. And I'm saying to David, my husband, I'm just writing and writing and writing. And, uh, yeah, so, but I, and now I still do. Oh, my God. And, um, yeah, look, my relationships are better. Um, I uh, I love that, you know, that I've learned that I've had a lot of manuals going through a lot of people in my life and I'm working on uh, reducing those manuals and, um uh, yeah, look, I've just got so much out of it. It's the the whole. I love the with the coaching program. I love the community. All those all those girls, those chicks. So I feel like um they're my friends and they're like miles away from me. But it just doesn't matter. And 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 like Liz said, um, you kind of you battle. I think and I think that's where the podcast was such a help to me. Was mm-hmm. I as I listened to you talk about your experience in the podcast and 
and then some of your coaching clients, um, Wendy stood out to me, I thought, oh, wow, there's just so many people that are exactly the same as me. And mm-hmm. you do feel like you're the only person that's kind of saying, oh, shit, shall I have that wine? Oh, I don't want it. This, this chatter in my head has just gone. I just love that. Because so there's room amazing. for other things. Yeah. That's, mm. that's where the living part comes yeah. in, right? Yeah. 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 And that, that part, I, I actually said to my husband the other day, you know, you know, Angela's course and podcast is Stop Over Drinking and Start Living. And for me, I really feel the Start Living is the, uh, the massive part of it. Like, yeah. um, And it's interesting, when I'm just organising our work Christmas function and I think I've said it, we, we're quite a, a party and culture here in a, and uh, they're all saying, oh, make sure we've got ne- Negronis or some sort of cocktail thing. And I'm looking and I'm saying, oh, they've got amazing non-alcoholic drinks. Can we put some of those on the list? And everyone's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's, it's changed me a lot, yeah. That's amazing. So what would you it. what would you tell somebody just starting out with a podcast or thinking about doing some of this uh, work? Look, yeah, I would just I, look. I actually found you. Um, I think I was looking back in my emails. It was early two thousand and nineteen, and mm-hmm. I was listening. And you you just keep thinking, oh, I can do it by myself. I can do it by myself. And lots of people can. Mm-hmm. But if you at or if you have at all that kind of shall I do it? Just jump in. The thing that frightened me, I think, was I thought, oh, six months, and I'd look along and think, oh, that means it's going to take me till November. That's just way too long. <laughs> but hey, hey, you need six months, you know, yeah. like you, and and more and more and more because the the start living is forever. Yeah. So six months is just nothing, and that's the thing that put me off. I thought, oh, I just want a five week thing. I think I asked you, can I just do it by yeah. the week? I'm thinking, you know. I'll just smash this out in a week. Well, right. no, it, I, it, it's, I've, I've learned a lot that it takes a lot more and and enjoy the slowness. I think that's something that's been a big learning curve for me. Enjoy the fact that you said to me, don't be in a rush. And I think that's great advice. And I think you say that a lot in the podcast, you know, it's yeah. just, yeah, take each day. So, yeah, don't hesitate. Just If you're listening and thinking, shall I just just do it, as, you know. The That's Nike, awesome. just do it. Thank you sure. so much, Karen. You're a joy to have in the group, too. And what do I like best about the podcast? Yeah. Because you. you're amazing. You're so authentic. And I think that I said to friends, oh, you've got to listen to this this chick. She's just so real, you know, the swearing and that. I just think that's <laughs> awesome, you know. If people don't like it, go listen to someone else. That's right. Yeah. Or just manage your thoughts around my swearing. Mm, I can teach yeah, you how to do exactly. that. <laughs> so good. And I'll to go back to work so I will listen and, okay. um, and watch this later girls. Okay. So, thank you um, so much you Karen thank you. love you bye thank you bye all right we're gonna go to Amy hi hey. welcome back third yeah. time on the podcast celebrity you status you imagine what's my, my <laughs> most the, the reason I love the podcast the most is because I've been on it three times. Now. Yes, yes. <laughs> Celebrity status. So good. So, Amy, I think you were my first interview, weren't you? When? On the podcast. Like, oh. ever. I think you were. Cool. Yeah. 
So you're back now, and we just had your one-year post-coaching celebration. Yeah. So yeah. for those of you that haven't listened to that podcast, Amy's been on twice. First, well, right after we finished, we private coached in 2019 together. And then I had her back on one year later after we finished coaching together, and she shared her successes and how she's been able to maintain all the things. So I wanted to definitely include Amy on the podcast just to give a little wisdom and some advice and to sort of encourage other people. So Amy, tell us about your how much you've reduced, like what percentage with alcohol. Sure. Um, it, it, I didn't do the math like Stephanie did, but I did um, just kind of just think about it. I went from drinking about five times a week, four to six drinks a night. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I would say I'm down about 80%. I, it's, I drink one to two times a week and I'll have one or two mm-hmm. and they're planned. And if I'm feeling those negative feelings before or um, before I drink that I used to feel before that was the reason I drank, mm-hmm. I try to just you know, hold back and just say, all right, I'm not going to drink right now. Like mm-hmm. I need to work this out, feel my feelings, mm-hmm. and then I can move on, you know, enjoy my glass of wine or something. So. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And you've also lost a significant amount of weight too, right? Yes. Um, (laughs) I lost 56 pounds and I've maintained that. And so that's been exciting. It's it, what's cool is it, it opens up the door for people to ask me what I've done. Mm -hmm. And so I can talk about it with people. Mm -hmm. Um, it is that, it's that tangible thing that people can see. Mm -hmm. Um, so that opens up a lot of doors to kind of discussing. And some people are like so weirded out by it that they stop talking to me and I'm like, okay, no problem. Yeah. Other people are so into it and they, they can't get enough. Yeah. What have been your other, like what, like besides the weight loss and the over drinking, what else do you think has improved since coaching? Um, relationships, (laughs) dropping manuals for people. That was huge. I mean, it's something that I still work on every single day. Um, but that was, that was really big for me. Um, I would say like just Mm self-love and being proud of myself and being proud of myself, even if I have a failure, like it's Mm -hmm. okay. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I have the tools. I know how to, I know how to work through it. I know how to get through it. Um, And just, just being overall happier, Mm -hmm. just overall. Yeah. Just like if you think about all about the same, you know, I talk about how we have the same repetitive thought load every single day. So we have like 60,000 thoughts a day. 90% of those thoughts are on repeat. So we, mm-hmm. so if you're not managing your brain and you are feeling stuck, I'm just talking in general here, like we have the same thoughts that we have about work, like this sucks, I'm overwhelmed as we do about maybe our relationships and our kids and our home, right? And it carries over. And then that just sort of blankets our experience in our life is just kind of being sucky or feeling like we're stuck, right? So when you kind of work away and chip away at those different buckets and identify those types of thoughts and start changing them, then we feel better about the life, right? And start doing more of the things that we love. That's the part that I love the most. Yeah, like interrupting those thought patterns and just know we don't think like this anymore. And somebody else mentioned um, just like the thought of like planning what you're going to feel mm. like it works so well. And yes. I just remember you always say, well, how do you want to feel? Right. And it was, that was really huge for me. Just like being like, wow, I can actually plan how I want to feel. And it works. Yes. Really we don't amazing. just have to just be in the effect of our feelings and our automatic brain thoughts all the time. Like it's wild, you know, yeah. like sometimes it, we will, like if something happens, right, that's kind of like unexpected, we'll have an, an emotion and all of that. But then we can decide going forward how we want to think and feel about it and change all that. So 
It's amazing. Not be reactive to it. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Oh, and then, um, but the other thing about my favorite part of the podcast is um, when I was in coaching with you, it was like, it was like, it's exactly what I was thinking. I felt like you were talking to me, like just to me, not, not anyone else. It was like, (laughs) these were absolutely for me. So I thought that was really cool. Um, And now I just love them because they're fun and exciting. And I love like-minded people and it's a good time. Yeah. So what would you tell somebody that's brand new to the podcast or, you know, I like to say too, like, if you're just listening to the podcast, actually do what I'm telling you in the podcast too. (laughs) Not just even if you're a client of mine, just like do the work, right? If I say go to your journal and write out what you're thinking about this, actually do that. Mm. Yeah. um, I would say that you get so much more than you even bargained for. Like I never in a million years thought you know, we would touch on all these different things mm. that affect your life and affect your drinking. Mm-hmm. And so just, just, you, you just really, you get so much more and to just be completely open-minded, mm-hmm. but it's worth every moment. It's worth every ounce of effort that you put in. Yeah. I love that you too. Back tenfold. Yes. I feel the same way. I love like when we think about why we're over drinking, it's not about just alcohol, right? It's about what we think about our relationships and our life and our work and ourselves. So that's what coaching gives us an opportunity to look at and dissect is like all the different buckets of our life. And then we see when we think certain ways and we are at the effect of our feelings, why it causes the over drinking. So really, it's not about the alcohol. It's about our life, right? And that's why having you as a coach to point those things out, like I, you know, I could listen to the podcast, it's wonderful, Mm -hmm. and I could do the work that was in it, but without a coach to be there to be like, think of it this way, or, Mm -hmm. or, you know, like asking me how I feel about Mm -hmm. it, and then saying, well, maybe we should shift that thought, Mm -hmm. because that's not working for you. Yeah. Like, that's where the key for me was, was to really uncover those, those thoughts, because like you said, they're just running in the back of your head without you even thinking about them. Yeah. Cool. Anything else you want to say? I think we covered it. Oh, um, one big surprise for me also was to realize that I can actually have a really fun time not being drunk. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I think that is a big fear for a lot of people. They think that their life is going to be over. Like they sign up for this program or start doing this work. It's like they're not not going to see their friends. Their family members are going to have all these thoughts about them. Like it's a legit concern. Thank you for saying that. Do you want to dive into that and deeper? I mean, it's an adjustment, right? When you're first at a party, I remember working and talking to you about it and you're like awkward and, you know, you know, but yeah, like thinking back, like how uncomfortable it was. Yeah. Like really, I would, and I, I was into it a hundred percent, you know, I hear an alarm going off in my house, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but what were we talking about? Oh, just your social awkwardness in the beginning, but now oh, how okay. it's like you 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 have fun now, right? Like that's a temporary thing, and now it's yep. like it's no big deal, right? Like right. Lori was you saying, she's like, it. no yeah. thanks, and that's that's it. Like it's just a no thanks without any drama, right? Yep. So and then good. you can still go on and have fun. Yes, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And then other people see that because you know it's like there are the people that do look at you like, Oh, she's not drinking. She's not going to have fun. Mm -hmm. And then there you are having fun and you know, it's, it's great. Yeah. So good. Thank you, Amy. Yeah. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Bye. All right. We're going to go to Michelle. Do you guys how I like, I'm just picking you randomly. (laughs) 
Hi, welcome. Congratulations. Thank this you awesome. so much. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so my drinking. Yeah. Um, so when I started with you, I would say I was drinking between three to five glasses of wine at mm-hmm. night. So mm-hmm. probably about a bottle mm-hmm. pretty consistently. Um, and once COVID hit and I was at home all the time, I noticed it was increasing. Like I could easily drink a bottle and a half of wine and I started getting pretty freaked out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'd always been aware, aware that I drank more than I felt I should, mm-hmm. but I, that just sort of was like a kick in the pants to me. Um, so yeah, I was also thinking about how when when I applied for your program for coaching Mm -hmm. I remember asking you know on average how much do these women reduce their intake Mm -hmm. and you said about 80 percent on average Mm -hmm. and it's like there is no way that (laughs) happens like there is just no way (laughs) and here I am like down to you know three or four drinks a week yeah so it happens it works it's like mind-boggling to me really yeah Uh, but it's been great yeah it's amazing what other improvements have you had besides drinking less god everything really um like a lot of the other women have said relationships are definitely Mm. improved um I would often sort of bottle up my emotions until they exploded Mm -hmm. and now I find it's a lot easier to address things while they're happening or just to say I'm taking a break for a couple of minutes and then come back Mm -hmm. and talk three things. Um, I feel much more self-aware, you know, I I always felt like I needed to please everyone and give and give and give. And now I'm just much more aware of my boundaries and how I give from a much more loving and authentic place when, when I mean, yes, you know, so saying no is no longer a bad thing to me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been amazing. I love that. It's like, that's what I say. I, you know, I talk about planning a lot. You guys, if you've been listening to the podcast, it's a lot about planning and making your decisions ahead of time. Same thing with, you know, your boundaries with yourself. And like when you say yes to, okay, I'm going to have a drink, I'm going to be intentional about it, or I'm going to have a slice of pizza and it's going to be really good. And then you can fully enjoy that experience. It's the same thing with saying yes to other people, right? Like when you say yes, it's like intentional. It's what you want to do. And then you can go there and do that and show up and not be like resentful to them later for it, right? Same thing with like, well, I'm I'm going to drink and I'm going to beat myself up after I made the decision to drink, right? It's the same type of thing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I also feel like I'm much more in charge of my own destiny mm. and my own life. You know, I used to feel like I was controlled by all of these outside forces and other people and what they thought about me and this and that. And Mm. I've just like let go of all that stuff, you know, and I'm like, I'm in charge of my life and I can do what I want and I can accomplish whatever I set out to accomplish. 
It's amazing. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you've taught you've taught me that I'm a badass. You are a badass. We all are badasses. We just need to learn how to tap into it. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. I, and that's amazing. I mean, I know everyone else has said that, but just having the support of you, but also every, all the other women in the group. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone here is just incredible. Incredible. And it's it's so warming and supportive to mm-hmm. know that you're not alone with these struggles or thoughts mm-hmm. and yeah, you can be open and vulnerable and just, yeah. And just so share nice. the truth, right? Like there's so yeah. much shame with women and drinking and all, you know, we don't want to talk to our friends and family about it because we don't want to have the label attached, but to come into a group coaching program like this and be willing to share and you know that people aren't going to judge you and be like, well, you need to go to AA and you just stop drinking immediately and like all that stuff. And then like, oh my gosh, you're drinking. You said you're, I thought you were going to be cutting back and now you're drinking again. Like there's just none of that here, right? It's just like, we're loving, we're all in it together. It's just a very beautiful experience to go in and feel safe and, and be willing to explore the failures and the wins and celebrate together. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So what would you, what's your favorite thing about the podcast? Oh, well, you, of course. Oh my gosh, you guys. Uh, I just, um, I love your authenticity and how excited you get about whatever topic it is you're talking about. I mean, and you cover every topic under the sun, right? I mean, it's not just about drinking, it's relationships Mm -hmm. and grief and, politics and Mm -hmm. racism and you know these heavy heavy things but you're just very authentic and open and I would say also very generous Mm -hmm. with your own personal stories Mm -hmm. and experiences which you know makes it so relatable and easy to connect to yeah great yeah yeah so what would you say to somebody listening to the podcast for the first time or thinking about coaching? Well, I would say absolutely join join the coaching program for sure. Um, Like everyone else has said, just do what Angela tells you. (laughs) Um, And to be open to failures also. Mm. You know, I know when I started, I was like, I have to get this right. Mm -hmm. I can't screw up. But Uh, You know, I've had drinks off plan, Mm -hmm. a lot of drinks off plan, Mm -hmm. but I don't beat myself up for them. I Mm -hmm. I look at them as a learning experience. Yeah. I work through a model or what I would do differently Mm -hmm. and I move on and that's it. Yeah. There's no, no judgment. Yeah. Nothing's gone wrong. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I think just like if everybody could remove the shame and guilt that they would have about over drinking, they just automatically drink less because when we're beating ourselves up about it, it just causes us to feel terrible, which we know our feelings drive our actions. And then we end up drinking more. So that alone is huge. You know, like you don't have to be living in shame if you drink more than what's on your drink plan. Like it's totally optional. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a lot of the chatter has disappeared also. Mm. I noticed that very early on, mm-hmm. actually. Um, just, you know, I would drink. It was constant. I would drink too much at night, wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. feeling like crap, saying I wasn't going to drink. Mm-hmm. And then by mid-afternoon, I'd be like, okay, what are we drinking tonight? When can we start drinking? Yeah. 
just don't have that anymore. You know, it's not something I think about all the time. So, so good. That's really freeing. Yes, it is. Yes. It's like you just guys, you guys like can trust yourselves. I think especially like when Jeannie, you were talking about it. It's just like. We're, we're going in it in the beginning and we're like, oh, it's, you know, we can get pretty fast results right away, right? But then to like, okay, is this real? Is this going to last? You Then you start to trust yourself like, oh, I'm not going to over drink. Like this is, I'm not going to do it. Or if I do, it's just, I'm not worried about doing that so much. Like that worry for me was like so freeing. Like I would wake up in the middle of the night and I would panic that I had overdrank in the very beginning. I think I talk about this a lot. Like I'd still wake up at three or four o'clock in the morning like, <gasps> you know, like panicking and my heart would be racing. I'm like, it's okay. And then I get, I just got to trust myself that when I went to sleep at night that I knew that I wasn't drunk, you know, and it take, it took some time for me to trust myself. And I think for, there's a reason why it's the length that it is, but it's nice to give yourself that time, you know, especially in the beginning, month three, month four, month five, those are like critical months where you have got some success on your belts. You've probably experienced a few failures and you can still trust yourself no matter what. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. Congratulations again. Thank you. All right, Mary. Hi. Hi. All right. So going last, basically, I just have to say ditto. I <laughs> We all said the same. I mean, it is really amazing to me that as close as girlfriends are with each other and the stuff that we all talk about with our own girlfriends, we talk about our marriage and really intimate stuff. This is like silent. I don't, I've never talked to other women about this stuff. I always thought that I was the only one that overdrank, even though everybody was keeping up with me and drinking the same amount. But I was, I always thought I was the only one. And I think listening to all of this is such a perfect example. I think it was nice that you had a number of us, even mm-hmm. though so much of it was repetitive, but that's the point. This <laughs> is repetitive. We are women. We're all women and we're all probably around the same age of 20s to 80s <laughs> and we're all experiencing the same thing. And yeah. It's just, it's crazy to me. I mean, my story is not any different. I, I was about to say I drank seven days a week. It got worse with COVID. I drank, used to drink two to three glasses a day. Then after COVID, it turned into a bottle a day, which to me was so shocking. But now listening to everybody else, you realize, you know, that's called over drinking. Mm-hmm. And I think my biggest fear was that, um, I was so scared I was going to wind up in rehab. You know, Mm. I was like, everyone in this town is going to know I live in a small town. And when one person goes to rehab or something happens, everyone knows. Mm. And then nobody wants to let their kids go over their house. Mm. And it's like, um, I just, I didn't want to go to AA. I didn't want to wind up with that label. And I just kept quiet. You know, Mm -hmm. you keep quiet and there's a shame Mm -hmm. and you're, I would be embarrassed. I was embarrassed for the most part every morning because um, my biggest problem was that I didn't remember Mm. the end of the night all the time. Mm -hmm. And so the morning would come up and I'd be like, why is this package still here? My husband would be like, "Uh, I told you last night, the FedEx guy is coming today. I'm like, you never told me that. And it was that kind of stuff all the time. And I was so 
embarrassed that I would just start lying and like, oh yeah, right, right, I remember that. And mm. it was just, I missed out on so much with my teenage sons because I was always too drunk to stay awake. So I would stumble upstairs and be like, I'm going to bed. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, mom goes to bed at like eight. You know? Yeah. That's because I started drinking at like five. So mm-hmm. now, now I didn't do the percentages, but I, um, my number's pretty good. Um, I didn't think this would ever happen. This was not my ultimate goal, but I consider myself a non-drinker. I, I don't have any urges anymore, even though at the beginning it was like an ache in my jaw as I'm salivating. Like Mm. it was so real and so physical. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't even just, Oh, I really want it. It was like physical, a physical urge. And I just never thought I would get to this point and maybe it'll change, but I just, I've experimented a couple times with one drink on a plan and two, mm-hmm. and it's just not fun for me anymore. I don't, I don't enjoy it the same way anymore because there was so much negativity associated with alcohol for me, yeah. you know, the, the horrible sleep and no clarity and the regret and the shame mm-hmm. that now that I don't have any of that, I just don't need it. So right now I just, it's not a part of my life. Mm -hmm. And I have to say I'm only halfway through my third month Mm -hmm. and never in a million years, million. Like I almost, before I Venmoed you that money, I wanted like a written, (laughs) a written guarantee. Like, okay, so what's going to happen at the end of the six months if it doesn't work? And I kept asking, I wanted proof, like, and you're just like, trust me, you just got to do the work. And I'm like, I know, but like, are you sure it's going to work? I just was so, I just was so skeptical, skeptical yeah. because we've all done dry January yeah. a million times. Mm-hmm. I've done, I'm not going to drink Monday through Thursday a million times. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't work because yeah. stopping the drinking doesn't stop, doesn't figure out your problem with alcohol yeah or yeah the, the relationship yeah the stopping the drinking doesn't solve the reason why you were drinking right Not so you just you just remove all. alcohol as an action right is something yeah. that you do but you're still left with how you feel about all the things <laughs> and usually what happens is that people just feel terrible still they're like well that i'm white knuckling I'm, I'm just getting through this period of time without drinking and they haven't fixed anything in their life and they just go right back to drinking right yeah so removing yeah. it from your house saying you're not gonna drink yeah it's a it's a tactic that will put some space between you and getting the alcohol but it's not it's not gonna help improve your life so that you don't want to drink or need to drink to solve any things in your life from yeah it doesn't and I really didn't believe you about the urges that you know that it was a I forget who said about the Pavlov dog but that you know, your brain wants out, al- your brain wants alcohol and then you give it every single time. Mm-hmm. As soon as you stop giving in to those urges, you take it, a- it's, it, it does decrease. I yeah. didn't believe you. Oh. I didn't believe you at the beginning, but. <laughs> you must have believed it. something that you decided to sign up. So <laughs> well, I, yeah, you binged yeah, the yeah, podcast yeah. though, didn't you? Didn't you like binge the podcast over I the did, weekend? That's what I was going to say. For, I, my, I have two favorite things about the podcast. One is the hello, hello, hello Aww. every day. I love that so much. The three hellos is the best. It makes me smile. Aww. I love it. Um, and then for me, the podcast 
yes, the coaching part obviously mm-hmm. is huge. The podcast did change my life though, because that's what got me into the whole thing is because like Amy said, you are only talking to me. You, mm-hmm. you finished every sentence. Now listen, Mary. Okay, Mary, I'm going to tell you this. Like it was, you weren't talking to anyone else. It was so specifically everything I was feeling, the cycle, the getting up in the morning. I'm not going to drink anymore. Like Michelle said, and then four o'clock, you're like, is it five yet? I mean, all of it, you just were talking to me and I can't be the only one. Me and Amy can't be the only ones that (laughs) feel that way. So I honestly feel like you have a way of understanding exactly what the majority of women are feeling you just have that way because I'm sure there are other podcasts that people listen to that resonate with X number of people Mm -hmm. and those people are affected and that's great. Yeah. There's something about you and your delivery that resonates with an unbelievable amount of women that are, that are in trouble. You know, we're moms. We are trying to get, you know, have jobs. We're in trouble and you you rescued us. And it's just, I don't know, that podcast led me to you. Could I have done this alone by listening to a hundred podcasts? Maybe if I really believed in you and committed to listening to those podcasts and changing my life, I probably could have. So I want people to know if you're not financially able to join you're not just thrown to the wolves. Like those podcasts are free. And I, I honestly think that if you want to do it, you can, because you do give the tools in that free program. Mm -hmm. Yes. This is a luxury. I feel blessed that I was able to do this program. My husband doesn't know that I've done the program. I borrowed the money from other people (laughs) and he still doesn't know, but that's okay. You're not the only one that that. Yes. Yeah. There are some of us that are that are lucky enough to be able to scrounge up this money, mm-hmm. and but you have dedicated so much of your yourself that this, it's so obvious that you are not doing this for money. You have to support your family, and and you have. I think you said that. I'm not sure when you said it, but. For people that can afford it, then mm-hmm. great, do it. But if you can't afford it, you're not you're not going to be stuck and alone yes. and in trouble. Yes, I love that. I mean, I do more free stuff than I do paid stuff. You know, the free pro classes and challenges and the podcast and all the videos and everything. I mean, y- there are tons of resources out there. So you know, that's why I don't do scholarships and things like that because I offer so much free yeah. stuff. And you know, the people that really want to do it, fi- figure out a way how to do it. Like if you really want to join the coaching program, there's been all ranges of financial, you know, financial situations that come. If you want it, you see it just like we always figure out how to way to buy that second car or go on that vacation. Like, you know, (laughs) buy that. It's really unbelievable. If all these people that are talking about hundreds of drinks, you figure out how much money we have all spent on alcohol for 20 plus years and you're talking about this little chunk of money for six months that will change the rest of your life? Amen. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's what I think. It's a no-brainer. Yes. Yeah, it's a no-brainer, but I do understand yes. that it's not an option for everyone. So yes. that is my favorite thing about the podcast um, is obviously you, but that it's available yeah. to everyone no, matter, no yep. matter what. And it's also really private. Like some people aren't 
into this mm-hmm. sharing thing. I, I happen to love that, but mm-hmm. there are other people that, you know, don't want to go to AA and say, hi, my name is whatever. And don't want to join a group like mm-hmm. this. Those podcasts, you put your headset in and you're walking your dog. Mm-hmm. No one knows what you're doing yep. and you're changing your life. Love it. Thank you so yeah. much. Anything else? Thank you so much. You've been a true treat to have in the program too. Oh, thank you. You make me a better coach. Like all of you guys, and you're challenging me, and you're like, no, and you tell me things. I'm like, no. (laughs) You you help me be a better coach, and you guys give me juice for this podcast. Like your your consistencies and what everything comes up like at the same time. You know, you guys know because you join a coaching call. Like it's the same same topic on every single person, right? So like your willingness to share and to challenge me too also helps me be a better teacher and share with the masses what I've learned from you all. So thank you so much. So thank you everybody for being on the podcast. It's been such an honor and treat. I want to tell you all about the prize that you won. You guys ready? That you earned by being on the podcast and you're all muted so you can't hear you, which is fine. But um, let me pull it up here. Wait for it. Wait for it. It's going to be a good one. So, you know, one of my favorite authors is Jen Sincero. She's the author of You Are a Badass. You guys, I think most of you guys have read that book. But she just wrote another book. It's called Badass Habits. It's called Badass Habits, Cultivate the Awareness, Boundaries, and Daily Upgrades You Need to Make Them Stick by Jen Sincero. And she's doing a virtual book tour starting next month through January. And so I'm gifting you guys all her brand new book and a ticket to her online book event, which I will be attending with you. So I'm super excited to do that with all of you. And it's going to be awesome. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So my assistant is going to be, you're welcome. Thank you all so much. Um, my assistant, Amanda, is going to be reaching out to you. There's several dates and times that you can choose from. Um, what date? I, I'll let you know which date I am if you want to pick the, the one that I'm going to do it. And we can all do it together. Or you can pick whatever date and time works for y'all. But you'll get the book and the, and the pass to do it. And it's amazing. She's going to give a little workshop on developing badass habits. So I think it'll play in very well to what y'all have learned from the podcast and the program and all that fun stuff. So thank you. Thank you, Angela. You're so welcome. This is amazing. This is great. Yay. And for the rest of you guys, it is fun, right? Yeah. Everybody wins. You guys are all big contributors to everything. So, and for the rest of the live attendees, like I said at the beginning, I'll know who attended live and we're going to do a random drawing. I'm going to be giving away my favorite book bundle. So you are a badass um, along with A Happier Hour and Susan Hyatt's Bear Book. So that that three book bundle will be one prize. I'm also awarding a 45-minute private coaching session with me and then a $100 Amazon gift card. So there'll be three additional winners. And you will all know it'll be live um, shared on the podcast next week. Um, but we'll email you if you are the winner of those prizes. So that's what we got. You guys want to listen to a song? Yeah. Awesome. All right, let me hit pause. And you're going to dance for us. Remember? Oh, yes, I'm going to dance. You got, you got, are you going to dance? Now you got to get up and dance. <laughs> all right, thank you all. Holy cow, what an amazing time. Thank you all so much who came, showed up live, who came on and shared, who observed. I love you all so much. And listen, if you want to join me, in the best stopover drinking program that's ever been created, Stop Over Drinking and Start Living. Get your applications in now. The link to do that is in the show notes. 
I am closing down registration in less than three weeks and then I'm raising my prices for 2021. So get in now while the getting's good. All right, my friends, love you so much. Thank you for making 100 episodes the most magical. Thank you for your dedication, your feedback, and all of it. Have a wonderful night. Bye. Get my grip on you, darling.